Vivian Lee, the sensational British actress immortalized for her performances as two of film's most iconic Southern belles, lived a life marked by her passion for the stage. History remembers her as Scarlett O'Hara, but her life and memory extend far beyond the film that brought her fame. Find out more today on Simply Biographical. Vivian Marie Hartley was born on November 5, 1913 in Darjeeling, India to a Yorkshire stockbroker, Ernest E. Hartley, and his wife. The future star remained in India until the age of six, but was then sent back to Europe to be educated in convents and finishing schools at the insistence of her mother. It was during her time at school that young Vivian met and was inspired by one of her classmates, Maureen O'Sullivan, who would go on to be remembered for her portrayal of Jane in the 1932 film Tarzan. Vivian had loved performing since she was a child. When she was three years old, she recited Little Bo Peep for her mother's theater group. Maureen O'Sullivan would later remark of her time at school with Vivian. Vivian always wanted to be an actress. She was single-minded. She was the only girl in the school to take ballet, for instance. She took it alone, the only one. I thought it was rather brave of her. In 1932, Vivian decided to pursue acting and enrolled at London's Royal Academy of Dramatic Art. That same year, at 19 years old, she married her first husband, a British barrister named Herbert Lee Holman. The couple would go on to have one child in 1933, a daughter named Suzanne. At this time, Vivian had begun working on developing a stage name, and she decided to adopt her husband's middle name, Lee, as her professional surname. For her stage name, she changed the spelling of her first name from V-I-V-I-A-N to V-I-V-I-E-N. She believed the E sounded more feminine. Ironically, although it was his name Vivian used for her stage name, Herbert did not approve of his wife's passion for the theater, and the marriage would not last long. Vivian made her film debut in the 1934 film Things Are Looking Up, and made her first stage appearance in The Green Sash the following year in 1935. Vivian's powerful stage presence was not to be ignored. In 1935, she was signed to a contract by movie mogul Alexander Korda. In 1936, Lee met acclaimed British actor Laurence Olivier and declared to a friend, that's the man I'm going to marry. Although they were both married at the time, Vivian to Herbert Lee Holman and Olivier to actress Jill Esmond, the two began a passionate love affair. The couple would go on to appear together both on stage and on screen, notably in Corda's Fire Over England in 1937 and 21 Days, which was filmed in 1937 and released in 1940. In 1938, Laurence Olivier traveled to Hollywood. He had been offered the role of Heathcliff in Samuel Goldwyn's film adaptation of Wuthering Heights, which was set to premiere in 1939. Lee had campaigned to play Kathy in a leading role opposite Olivier's Heathcliff, but was instead offered the role of Isabella, who was a supporting character in the film. She declared, I'll play Kathy or I'll play nothing, and turned down the role. A bold move for a young actress with virtually no name recognition. Lee and Olivier spent time apart while he was in Los Angeles filming Wuthering Heights, and she stayed behind in England. Her mental health began to decline, but... At this time, there was no treatment available for bipolar disorder, which went undiagnosed for years. Disappointed at being denied a leading role in Wuthering Heights, 
Leah auditioned for the highly coveted role of Scarlett O'Hara in the David Selznick production of Margaret Mitchell's bestseller, Gone with the Wind. It was a long shot. Hundreds of candidates auditioned for the role, some estimates ranging as high as 1,400 actresses vying for the part, and industry insiders at the time did not consider Lee to be a top candidate. But, much to their surprise, she won the role. Her unforgettable portrayal of Scarlett O'Hara earned her not only international fame, but an Academy Award for Best Actress. Need I say it is a privilege and an honor to announce this winner, Miss Vivian Lee in Gone. It has often been remarked that Gone with the Wind took its toll on Lee. To cope with the stress of the film's demands, Lee smoked four packs of cigarettes a day on set. She spent 125 days working on the film, while her co-star, Clark Gable, worked only 71 days. Her performance was the longest performance to win an Oscar. Nonetheless, she was paid a fraction of what Clark Gable made for the film. Lee made around $25,000 for her performance, and Gable made about $120,000. In 1940, Lee's marriage to Herbert Lee Holman came to an end, and the two were officially divorced, allowing her to marry Laurence Olivier. The newlywed subsequently co-starred in the 1941 historical drama, That Hamilton Woman, which would be described by Sir Winston Churchill as his all-time favorite film. Lee's career was at an all-time high, but things weren't always smooth sailing. In 1944, she was pregnant during production of Caesar and Cleopatra, and... During a scene that required her to run across a polished floor, she slipped and fell, causing her to suffer a miscarriage. While some historians have attributed her mental health struggles to this incident, as we have discussed, other reports indicate that signs of her developing mental illness displayed themselves as early as the late 1930s. Lee's miscarriage sent her spiraling into depression, and she would sometimes be found hysterically crying on the floor. Still suffering from chronic tuberculosis and battling depression, Vivian continued to work in film and on stage in England and America and toured throughout the 40s. In 1947, Olivier was knighted and Vivian became Lady Olivier. Her husband's career seemed to be thriving while Lee felt that hers was dwindling, pushing her deeper into depression. The following year, the couple went on tour in Australia and New Zealand. Lee's mental state continued to decline, and she began to suffer from insomnia and mood swings. Her marriage to Laurence Olivier was becoming increasingly rocky. On their tour in Christchurch, New Zealand, Lee refused to go on stage because her shoes were missing. Lee and Olivier argued, and Olivier slapped her across the face. She slapped him back, went on stage with borrowed shoes and a fake smile, and carried on as though nothing had happened but Olivier would go on to remark that he knew then that he had lost Vivian for good. Despite her health, Vivian's career was not over yet. She earned a second Academy Award for her remarkable portrayal of the tragic and delusional Blanche Dubois in the 1951 film A Streetcar Named Desire, the screen version of the Tennessee Williams play she had starred in. But it was this role that Lee herself blamed for her worsening mental illness. She would go on to say that portraying Blanche had tipped her over into madness. Lee's mental and physical instability made it difficult for her to work in the late 50s and early 60s. In 1953, 
Lee suffered a nervous breakdown shortly after arriving in Ceylon, which is now Sri Lanka, to film Elephant Walk with English-Australian actor Peter Finch. On set, she was described as erratic and paranoid, some reports stating that she began to hallucinate. She was sent back to L.A., where she endured electroshock therapy, the only treatment for bipolar disorder at the time, and her role was given to Elizabeth Taylor. Lee later confessed to her husband that she had had an affair with Finch, but their marriage continued nonetheless. In 1958, Lee began an affair with Jack Maryvale. Maryvale knew of her physical and mental health struggles and reportedly promised Olivier that he would take care of her. Meanwhile, Olivier, now 51, began an affair with 29-year-old actress Joan Plowright, who he would go on to marry. In 1960, Vivian Lee and Laurence Olivier ended their marriage. Still refusing to abandon her passion, Lee gave excellent on-screen performances in The Roman Spring of Mrs. Stone in 1961 and Ship of Fools in 1965, which would be her last film. Vivian's love was always for the stage rather than the screen, and she continued to perform on stage as well. In 1963, she starred in the Broadway musical adaptation of Toveric. Some critics described the production as disastrous, but Lee took home a Tony for her performance nonetheless. In 1966, she performed in a New York production of Anton Chekhov's Ivanov and was in the middle of rehearsals for a stage production of Edward Albee's A Delicate Balance when she was found dead in her London apartment by her partner, Jack Maryville. She had succumbed to the tuberculosis that had plagued her for so long. Vivian Lee was declared dead on July 8, 1967, and London's West End theaters turned off their marquee lights for an hour in honor of the iconic actress. Her family held a memorial service for her, and her ashes were spread on the lake in her summer home. Although her life was cut short too soon, Vivian Lee left history with remarkable performances and an unmatched legacy in Hollywood. More than half a century after her death, the world still remembers her name. Thanks so much for listening. Follow us on Instagram at Simply Biographical Podcast, all one word. Be sure to look for a full list of sources in the episode description. I'm your host, Bree, and I'll see you back here next week.